0: And welcome back to another edition of the Podmen. I'm Brad. I'm Brian. I'm Podmen Ron. Back again at it. And uh, we were just talking in the green room and uh, still... Not a whole lot to talk about there. We got a little bit of nerd news out there, and uh, another another death to to mourn over. Uh, but still, a relatively dry season uh, for the podmen.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's not much
0: coming out so far. Hey, now, again, this this could signal again. Is this the signal of the end of nerd culture being cool when there's kind of nothing really to talk about, and the things that we do have to talk about uh, aren't that exciting. I'm kind of disappointed. I mean, we can talk about Picard again. I mean, there you go. (laughs) We can lament Picard (laughs) again.
1: The latest terrible episode of Picard, but, you know, uh, you want to talk about nerd stuff.
0: I guess we do, but uh, before we get into that, we do have a little bit of news. And, Brian, over the news, front, I guess the biggest news of the week, uh, actually the, the you know, most recent news as of this recording, is we get a trailer for Thor Love and Thunder. And we kind yeah. of, I think maybe there was a forewarning of it that it would be real imminent, but uh, it kind of came out of nowhere.
2: Yes, yeah, the longest, you know, we waited a long time. I think uh, the Spider-Man trailer was released 93 days before the movie. And we're inside of 90 Days of Thor, so people are kind of freaking out. And this isn't really a trailer, it's a teaser. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, yeah. it's only uh, 90 seconds, I think. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we see some stuff, but, you know, not a lot of context. You know, apparently he's, you know, we see a, a training montage, we see him hanging out with the Ravagers, and then we see, uh, uh, you yeah. know, questioning his place in the world. And then uh, we see uh, Jane Foster as Thor at the end of the trailer. And
0: so, Podman Ryan, good enough to, to whet your appetite for more wacky uh cosmic humor from Thor? Actually it was.
1: I actually enjoyed
0: this trailer a lot. Wow. This uh Taki Wakita or whatever
1: his
0: name is yeah, what ta- is it? Toddy
1: Toddy Toddy Wadi. Toddy <laughs> Wadi. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, the addition to the Guardians of the Galaxy in I mean, even though I'm sure it's only going to be like the first 30 minutes they're going to be in it have, you know, at the very beginning. But, uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this movie, which I always have been ever since they've announced it. I mean, with that director, you can't go wrong. And the... Uh, the kind of humor spin that they put on Thor in the last few movies and with his last movie with Ragnarok. Uh, yeah, this is going to be a good movie I think.
0: All right. Everybody loved, uh, Ragnarok. I, I just wonder from this 90 second teaser that we got, is it a little bit, do they lean too much into the humor part of it? Uh, well, and essentially
2: it's just, you know, a sweet child of mine.
0: (laughs) Right. Right. So,
2: you know, it's, it's just uh, so, there's not a lot of dialogue because it's just playing GNR the whole time. So, <laughs> right. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be good. But this is definitely going to be those, that less is more. You, you're not going to find out too much from these trailers. Uh, and, and maybe that's the Marvel formula now. Is Now it's going from, you know, this movie is going to lead into the next movie. And so you can't miss this. can't miss Black Panther because mm. it might have something to do with the big overall universe. Like right. That sort of thing. Now maybe it's more of a. We're really not going to tell you what the movie's about until you show up, to, you know, and pay for
0: the ticket. <laughs> right. So yeah, it might not be a bad approach.
1: Well, right. also you got to think that I don't know if, how much of the source material they will follow, but you know the whole ja- the whole Jane Foster story about why she becomes Thor is like kind of tragic there for a while because you know in the spoilers and the comic book she has cancer, there. and that's why she. Uh, that's one of the reasons she becomes Thor. So, so I I think that may balance out the humor a little bit. A little That's, bit always, a yeah, That's so always, always a downer. Yeah. That's whole always a
2: downer. I don't know. Downer. I bet they uh I bet that hits the cutting room floor.
1: You think I so? Don't you know don't know that, to do with the cancer stuff?
2: Yeah, I, I got a feeling that, that stuff won't won't be uh won't be in the film. All
0: right. So. Look at this. Already already causing a little controversy here between the pod men. Oh, we did
2: see that the hammer is uh, is shattered, Put right, back together, yeah. And um, Hasbro Pulse is already, uh, uh, I guess, taking pre-orders on the uh, the the new Legends uh, Ultimate Hammer, which looks pretty cool. It looks <laughs> just like the old hammer. It's just it's got all these veins, and when it when it lights up, the the thunder can be seen through the whole all, through all the cracks.
0: There you go. That's out. You can add me pretty- to your nerdatorium, there, Podman Ron. And I, I will. I will order a, a Thor cracked hammer. Uh, what else? We it feels like we had a few other news announcements. Um, uh,
2: we've got, uh, which is probably going to be the the end of uh, uh, the uh, Fantastic Beasts franchise. Uh, <laughs> it made a forty one forty one million over the weekend. Good riddance to the, it, right? The lowest. Uh, a box office uh, box office uh, opening for any of the Harry Potter films.
1: So that's the uh, put a fork in that is done.
2: Well it internationally it made like hundred and ninety five or something like that. So yeah. they're saying it could have been worse. Yeah. But that's pretty it, good for much. That, uh, the last movie made well it cost two hundred million to make. And and what's interesting about it all is you've got now in the in the the cancel culture universe we're in, you know, you've got half the half the audience—not half—but there's a chunk of the audience that's refusing to go see it because of J.K. Rowling and her stance on transgender, right? And then the the other half, or the other, there's another ch- chunk that's that's boycotting it because Johnny Depp got fired.
0: <laughs> so everybody's so, mad and taking it out they on
2: very. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's beyond just just. Eh, if you don't care about either of those two things, they still aren't great movies.
0: Yeah, it's still not worth seeing. I mean, I saw that first one and couldn't care less about it. But again, I, I I would I probably, if I'm being honest with the audience, and I know they want me to be, I've saw one movie in the theaters, one Harry Potter movie. And I think I've seen the first one, but that's it. So I'm not a I'm not the big Harry Potter guy. I don't I don't care for the franchise.
1: It's a good franchise. Uh, this 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 part of the franchise is nothing good at all. Um, Alex said uh, Alex went and saw it, and uh, he said to call him and he'll join us. All right.
0: Well, we'll we'll try to.
1: Brian, did you guys see Fantastic
0: Beast? No. No. No, of course
1: no. not. Oh no,
0: no. Don't no, act they like got that. got me twice.
3: So what? They got
1: me twice. <laughs> I'm done. Alex said this was probably the best of the three, but
0: you Wow. Know. I mean it's been a while since we've had quite a uh, quite a uh, glowing review from Absolute Alex to say this was what? the best of the well, he did this glorious one, but well there's he a serious What's
1: up, buddy? <laughs> Hi. Where
0: oh, you at? He forgot how to work a microphone. It's been a while for him. Where am I going to work a camera? Well, wrong? Or a barber. <laughs> I mean, Alex has changed a lot since the last thing he's been on the podcast. So Let's t- say it.
1: Talk about Fantastic Beasts.
0: You oh, we're about? recording right now? Oh, no. Yes, we are. We're, we're not at the movie review section quite yet. But we understand you are the only Podman to have seen the new movie. I've seen Morbius. I've seen Fantastic Beasts. Wow. I've seen it all. Ooh. I I've seen it. The, uh, Fantastic <laughs> and now now we know why you haven't been on the podcast. You've been too busy actually watching movies. Yeah, I've actually I've, I've been doing my homework. I've been just over-preparing for my return. Uh, well, I'm <laughs> I, I apologize for you having to see these movies. Uh, oh, so we, a, we do want to hear about that. The other thing that uh, was in the news that I know that you guys uh, really enjoy talking about, of course, is Bosch. Bosch has made it into the headlines again, fighting again. Yeah, we've got a Bosch legacy trailer, and they they
2: renamed uh, IMDb, IMDb TV to Amazon –
0: free v or something like that yeah. yeah so okay. it's,
2: so it's going to be the free version of amazon prime but uh and their flagship
0: program is going to be oh. legacy wow <laughs> i mean that is a headliner <laughs> event right there
1: so bad i cannot i mean we've got to MST 3000 this we have to have a bosch we look at it this way: we'd be the only Bosch podcast out there.
0: Yeah, we've kind of rebranded and refocused ourselves, Alex, since you've been gone. It's, it's I've had a hard time I'll holding Bosch, these I'll boys try. back from Bosch, and I finally just had to succumb to it. Oh,
3: uh, Bosch! The Bosch-centric show. Yes, um,
0: it's kind of bad.
1: We would have the best time if we just reviewed Bosch episodes. <laughs> That's, That's what funny. I'm talking to Bosch.
0: Well, <laughs> Bosch is coming back. Uh, there's, there's, there's our, 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 our tag. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Is that what Bosch says or the chief? No. Because no. okay. I'm talking to Bosch. Ah. Uh so talking about Bosch coming back, curb your enthusiasm is coming back as well for yet <laughs> another season. And Why? Podman Ron, I know <clears throat> you're one of these folks that's kind of like, Yeah, you should have been you should have called it quits a few seasons ago.
1: Yeah, absolutely. They should have after the New York season, that should have been the New York season done. That that was the that was should have been the swan song, but man, they keep. God, I don't what know. Harry David is just he's just not funny anymore. I don't it's, know what. I,
0: it's kind of. I mean, it's pretty, 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 pretty bad. Pretty bad. I mean, you know what? And sometimes you ever know you ever
1: wonder if it's like, okay, did my taste change? Has he always just been this bad? And I just good question. You know, I mm-hmm. love it. So I go back and watch the old ones, and I love the old ones. It's, they're great. I mean, they're hilarious. And then once him and Cheryl get a divorce. Yep, it starts going downhill. It starts going downhill. He goes to New York. That's the bet. That's, that was it. Right there. It should have ended. The Seinfeld episodes, their union, that was good. The New York episodes, that was good. That should have been it. And now it's just like, oh, my God, please put this
0: out of your business their misery. I mean, just stop. Just, um, it is terrible. He says he's got one more in him, so we'll see well, what uh, he says. Considering he's
2: he's had 10 seasons of Seinfeld, and well,
1: he, then only, now, he only did 7 seasons right. of Seinfeld. Was 11 seasons of Seinfeld? He no, did seven, 9 seasons of Seinfeld, but Larry David is only on board for 7. Okay, so he did
2: 7 seasons of Seinfeld, and he's done 10 seasons of Curve. And he's reusing, like, you know, ideas. Now he's reusing ideas from early seasons of Curb.
1: He really is. <laughs> you know?
2: really It's like... Uh, I wonder if he just, if it's just a scam, like, HBO Max, you know, writes him a check. He, he doesn't realize what it is. He accidentally deposits it, and now he's committed to another... Now season. he's
0: got to do it,
1: yeah. I think that he just don't give a shit. He's just like, hey, is these motherfuckers gonna continue to pay me. I'll just... Might as well do yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. That's true. He is just—he
2: is just basically portraying himself. So it could just be, you know, documentary. It, it, it's just him walking around doing the things that he would normally do.
1: I, I why not? I mean, I, I can't—I can't fault the man for just getting paid for this crap. If I'm
0: gonna pay him. It's for. It's your it.
1: fault for watching.
0: That's true. Well, <laughs> he not. may not do it much longer. He may not watch this season. Well, here's the thing: like,
2: uh, we've already lost
0: Funkhouser. Do you think Richard Lewis is going to make it? Yeah, Richard Lewis. Maybe that's what they're waiting for is a Richard Lewis funeral episode. I
1: don't like watching Richard Lewis on the show. He's just so creepy and old and
0: just gross. uh, Old people are gross. He does (laughs) look a bit like the
1: Crypt Keeper. He's getting worse and worse.
0: And Larry's not looking too good either. I mean, he's looking pretty skinny and old and gross, right? Like, Stop. I uh, can't wait till I get to be old and gross and skinny like that. All right. The other th- thing as uh, far as new seasons go, we've got a t- an end trailer. Uh, new trailer for Stranger Things Season 4. Yep. You know what? I, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it, the trailer, to be honest with you. I,
1: I, I enjoyed Stranger Things. I liked the last season was really good, but it's been too long. I've just kind
0: of lost interest in it. I'm sure I'll eventually get around to watching Season 4 when it comes out. But, um, just, it's been too long. Don't yeah. want to go back to Hawkins. Uh, Alex, I mean, the, these folks, I think, somehow or another, they're as old as you are now, the kids. I don't know how that happened, but I think they're as old as I you feel are. Like, yeah, I feel like they're older than me. <laughs>
3: they, they just look Seven like maybe. Like, it's just I – I honestly kind of forgot Stranger Things existed, and then my girlfriend was like, "Do you see there's a new trailer? And I went, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> we all kind of forgot
0: it existed, you know? <clears throat> What's the point?
3: What's the yeah. point?
0: Indeed, I like it. I like that. That's it's a good name for the say. podcast as well. Hey, uh, has anybody I thought about asking? Uh, I don't know. A while back, I, kind of, I can <laughs> much like Stranger Things. I keep forgetting about. Uh, has anybody tried the uh, Netflix games? I've on, never even heard. Well, on, Boy, on your iPad, if you open up Netflix, you'll have a list of. Uh, video games uh, for your iPad that you can play. You can download from the App Store and play as part of your subscription. And we talked about this uh, quite a while ago when Netflix announced it. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. You'll have just like Apple Arcade. You pay a monthly bill and you get access to so all these games. Netflix have Netflix
1: games? No.
0: Yeah, it's, it's for it's on your uh, mobile devices. So it's nothing. I don't think they have it for other than interactive stuff. They don't have it for your, you know, Apple TV or, or whatever. I, Brian, have you played any of those? I have not. It's because I don't really watch Netflix on my TV. I didn't realize it was out there yet.
2: Give it a shot. So I it was Kevin, but I didn't realize it, uh, it had lunch. It had so. lunch
0: very quietly. Uh, uh, yeah, so there, there you go. go. Nothing exciting there. All right, so. I mean, is it good or, I mean, is it worth the No, it's watch? not. I mean, it's, it's no, It's they're all goofy mobile games. Mobile games. Yeah, they're all mobile e games. So they're, I mean. Quick, quick in-and-out type games, nothing fantastic, but, uh, again, kind of interesting. Uh, all right, uh, since we do have some movie reviews, and certainly we want to hear from Alex, you, should we just move over to uh, the, the saddest part of the show, the immemorial? Yes, yeah, let's do that. All right, we had two folks leave us uh, since the last recording. Uh, oh. Number one, Gilbert Gottfried. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And Podman, Ron, uh, uh, as always, uh, Brian is on the obit watch, and I think you first let us know that this occurred. And I think Podman Ron's first question was, was he the asshole? <laughs> you know, I
1: did. I got him confused with the uh, – what's the guy's name? Uh, uh, John Lovitz. John Lovitz. I got the, the, the two confused because I always hear John Lovitz look like a really – dickhead. He's like a real asshole. And uh, so I thought thought it was Gilbert
0: Godfrey was the asshole. Gilbert Godfrey, Brian, was he a beloved comedian, do you think? Well, do you remember he had this, I mean, he was, I don't know about
2: beloved. Tolerated? He was was tolerated. If, um, you know, if if this was the 60s and 70s, he had been center square a bunch. He would have been, you know, uh, uh, on a match game. right? Right. But uh, he was that that type of celebrity, that weird sort of uh, Rip Taylor sort of celebrity that didn't necessarily fit like, past like the mid nineties. So he just did voiceover work, and then he had the big uh, the big scandal because he made the joke about uh, uh, was it
1: Katrina? No, it was the uh,
2: no, it was the, uh, type it was the uh, type of tsunami.
1: Tsunami, yeah,
2: yeah. He also joke made about it.
3: What was the joke? Uh,
2: something about <sighs> there'll be another one floating by in a minute or something. Like, like you know, there's a uh, I don't know, I remember
0: what it was. It was it, was, it, it wasn't very funny. It was it quite unsavory it. and not funny. So yeah, well, they got
1: also Known for the uh, 9-11 joke. That he said, like, uh, like a few months after 9-11, which, yeah, uh, well, I can't think of what it was.
0: So. <laughs> See, Alex, I mean, this is what right. has happened since you've been gone. It's gone, gone to shit. Oh, oh,
1: here it is. I, here it is. I'm going to read it. it says, All right, read I, it. I don't think about it beforehand. I said, I have to leave early tonight. I have a flight to California. I can't get a direct flight. They said I have to stop at the Empire State Building first. Oh. That was, like, two weeks after 9-11.
0: Well, we're really honoring Gilbert Gottfried with all of his highlights. <laughs> yeah, these are kind of all the miserable fuck things well, he's dead. But, yeah. But, uh, so, yeah, was- we should just leave it at he was tolerated. Comedian Gilbert Gottfried has died at 67. <laughs> but Maybe he was
1: the asshole.
0: Maybe he was. I, w- I think on Amazon Prime, maybe, I'm sure it's other places, I think there is a documentary, Gottfried, out on him that's supposed to uh, be kind of him in a normal light where he's not the uh, caricature that he – uh, portrayed but uh, check you know that
1: out. The, the jokes folks you know those I are the good. jokes well I speaking like, of, i like the dark you know yeah
0: well uh speaking of uh jokes uh one of our favorite shows seinfeld lost another of the seinfeld May- parents cannot believe this too, what, <laughs> you cannot three believe-
1: it's after, too soon after uh mama mama costanza dies
0: yeah I'm
1: a guy. Yeah, my,
0: yeah, too soon. At a ripe old age of ninety-three. Same age as Mama Costanza. I yeah, mean, weird. Liz Sheraton and uh who who do we keep saying? Estelle uh, Getty. Who did we keep saying last episode? Estelle Getty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you kept saying Estelle Getty. What's her next? Estelle What's something. You? Starts with a W. Mm-hmm. Uh, Estelle Harris. be remembered for a week. <laughs> it was Estelle Harris. <laughs> Harris, all right. We remember them well.
1: Anyway. And what I found interesting about her was that uh, she she was engaged to James Dean. Wow. Did not know that she
0: that must would, have been a hot little number back in the 50s. back in the fifties, man. She, <laughs> was engaged to James Dean, man. That's, I mean,
1: that's pretty fucked up. That is fucked up. She went from that to to this. Uh, yeah. I and I do that back in the uh, we were enjoying her all the time. <laughs> Build, yeah. <laughs>
2: I uh, if we want to loop back for a quick second, oh my I've got the two jokes.
0: The okay, two let's hear jokes the joke.
2: over Godfrey uh, <laughs> said that got it canceled.
1: Back to our Giver Godfrey uh, tribute.
2: <laughs> yeah, our tribute of, 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 of jokes in poor taste. Uh, so it was after the uh, uh, Japanese, uh, the tsunami in Japan in 2011. He said, uh, uh, "This I mean, this was in like hours of the of the tsunami." Like uh, it was, it was still like the death soul was still rising when he told these jokes. Uh, Japan like the is really advanced, they don't go to the beach, the beach comes to them. Okay, and then this not- this was the bad, the worst one. Uh, I just split up my girlfriend, but like the Japanese say, there'll be another one floating by any minute now. Ah. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, those are not, I'm all for dark humor, don't get me wrong, but those, neither one of those, that funny. <laughs> wow, so. But that got him fired from being the... Uh, Affleck duck. Affleck duck, yeah. So, All right, well... I, I don't know if it was the uh, the poor taste or just the bad joke itself.
0: They <laughs> shouldn't be telling the jokes. If they, <laughs> they, ain't they were was. a
1: little bit more funnier. He wouldn't have been fired.
0: Well, he surely will be missed. He will be missed yeah. along with Lou not
3: Sheridan.
0: As, not as
1: much as, uh, yeah, Mama Seinfeld, though.
3: Yeah, Mama Seinfeld. <laughs>
0: Too bad. All right. Well, hey, let's move over to the movie review since we've – and so let me – is this – do we save Morbius for a retro review? We never did an official review, so should we Not review like, Morbius yeah, now? Yeah, go ahead. All right. Let's go to the movies. And Alex, this is, uh, this is your segment. You're the one that's seen the uh, Morbius as well as the uh, Fantastic Beasts 3 or whatever it is. Uh, both of these? Why not? Give us a quick dissertation. Morbius. Let's start with that since that's a little bit older. Uh, Morbius. I think that everybody by now who would have wanted to see it yes. <laughs> yeah. has seen it. But Jared Leto plays a doctor who has a disease that he thinks can be cured by bats. He injects himself with a serum, and he becomes Morbius. So that's, that's, the, that's the setup, right? That, yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, tell us about it. Give us, uh, give us a little bit deeper insight into why this is not the best Marvel movie ever. Well, Brad, um, your synopsis is about all I know after
3: walking out of Morbius. You didn't get anything um, else from it. No, it doesn't, you don't really, I I think Morbius on a whole can be described as, um. Best movie ever. Jared Leto's nightmare he had one night. It it makes really no sense half the time. Um, I'd say there's about one good scene in the movie, and I'd say the rest is complete garbage. Um. I kid you not when I, they say there's a line in the movie that me, I went and saw with a couple of friends, and it was it stood out to me as one of the worst lines ever written, and it said that this serum is uh, deadly to bats and um, fatal to humans. That was a lie. Huh. I don't know the difference between those two things. Uh, it just sucked. Deadly.
1: <laughs>
2: what well, so was the... Uh, Everybody talks about the post-credit scene. Well, there's two things that people have said that uh, Matt Smith was good, or he was as good as he could be, right? As he could. The Matt Smith was good. He impressed people, although that was the, you know, a cherry on the turd third uh, third Sunday. But then uh, uh, the
3: post-credit scene. Can you tell us about the post-credit scene? Yeah, I can try. Um, <laughs> was Michael Keaton uh, teleporting into a prison mm. in the same manner the villains teleported out of the universe in Spider-Man No Way Home now if that doesn't sound convoluted enough as comic book people imagine how general audiences feel uh, but yeah Michael Keaton does a yellow glowy teleport into a prison And you see over some like news footage that he is charges because the Morbius' universe, he hasn't committed any crimes. Ah, that's That's your first. That's it. No understanding of how he got there. And her second post print scene is one of the worst I've ever seen in a movie. Ever. It's the worst scene in the movie and it's mind boggling. Um, For some reason. Jared Leto is driving out in the middle of the desert outside of New York. I don't know where there's a desert outside of New York, but there is.
0: <laughs> and who, he's
3: driving along. Who is? Michael Morbius. Okay, Jared Morbius. Leto. All right, the lead character. Yeah. And he's driving out in the middle of the desert outside of New York City. And then Vulture, and Michael Keaton in the big Vulture suit, just comes and swoops down next to him and... Morbius gets out of his car and he's, like, looking at him and Vulture goes, you know, I don't really know how to how I got here. You know, I think we should team up and stop Spider-Man. Ah. <laughs> I don't know. I... like
1: a plan to me.
3: Somebody got <laughs> some explaining to do. I don't know why Vulture is after Spider-Man. That doesn't make any sense. Second off, Morbius doesn't even know who Spider Man is. He's in a completely different universe. No one knows who, who Spider Man is. So, and why would Morbius join this guy? For the last two hours, we were told Morbius is a is a pretty good guy. He doesn't want to kill anybody. So now, what
2: about the uh, mural of Spider Man in the
3: alley? It's not there. Oh, it's not good. there. Even though it was in the trailer. Yeah, not in the movie. Neither is the Amazing Spider Man Oscorp Building or. Any of that. Morbius works at Horizon Labs. Um, there's a reference to Venom. That okay. Venom reference from the trailer. Well, that was in the trailer, yeah. He goes, I'm Venom. I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. It's Michael nice. Morbius. Yeah. That's in the movie. Except the Michael Morbius line isn't in the movie.
0: <laughs> So I, I mean, how does it, so that's how it ends? Is that Morbius is so is Morbius a hero, villain, indifferent? Do we know by the end of the movie before he gets you know he encounters with uh, with uh, what's a Vulture?
3: I mean, he's wanted by the police, but like the they tell you, Morbius is a pretty good guy. You know, he may kill some people on the boat, like some <laughs> boats like thugs. he did didn't know how to be a vampire yet. Now he knows how to be a vampire. So like you just gotta trust him. Um he's not a bad guy. He's got people Matt Smith vampire dude. So like trust him. Um okay. So he's not a bad he just joins I, I'm assuming is what's gonna turn into the six. Um and yeah, I don't. I hope I never have to see it again though. Wow. It was, Wow. The was mind-boggling. It was hard to see what was happening. It, it, it like Morbius, whenever he flies or moves, is like a big cloud of smoke. Right. And it's just... The final battle is about five minutes long. Morbius... <laughs> that's good.
0: That's a good thing. <laughs> they don't drag it on. And that's pretty much it. That's the movie. All right. So what do you end up giving this movie? A one. Do you, do you recall what I, the ratings are? By the way, um, <laughs> do we need to review how you should be? P.M.R., written? can
3: you run us down the the, no. the My, ratings
0: again? Can you,
3: can you refresh us on ratings? Just the Batman. the one. We're going on PMR's rating. Game.
0: Exactly. Pretty
3: sure that's. oh so I'm going to go with the one.
0: All right, a one, and uh, basically, do not see that. You do not advise seeing this movie. If you want to, if you want to do some unsupervised
3: drinking, um, I would suggest it. That's the only reason I made it through the two hours. Um, wow. but no, no at all. I would, I would highly go against that idea.
0: You should not have to uh, go into a movie drunk to be able to enjoy it. That should, that should be uh, part of the uh, rating system. You can enjoy it. <laughs> if You see it drunk, and then, <laughs> yeah, and it's even, it's not even enjoyable. Then, all right, so. Uh, away from vampires, over to wizards. Uh, and I know nothing, as I said earlier. Uh, I've, I've seen a couple of Harry Potters. I've seen one of the uh, Fantastic Beasts movies. So I'm, kinda, I'm going in kind of blind to all of this stuff, the wizarding world here. Uh, tell us about this new, uh, new what is it, Crimes? Not Crimes of Grinwald. Who is this? What's the name of the movie, Alex? Secrets of Dumbledore. Secret, And he's got his secrets,
3: right? Am I the Oh
1: only- yeah, he does.
3: Am I the only one who saw this? Yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh fuck! <laughs> Again, we, we've turned into an all bosh podcast here, but we'll, we'll do a few movie all reviews for you. All bosh all the time. Um. Okay. All right.
3: Fantastic. <laughs> it's a Dumbledore. If you don't remember the last movie, and Johnny, De- Johnny Depp plays, uh, girl Grindelwald. Um, it was an evil witch who, you find out at the end, his whole plan is to stop World War Two and the Holocaust from happening. But you're still rooting oh. against him. Wow! Uh, oh, wow! That's pretty good. Try to stop the Holocaust. That son <laughs> of
0: a bitch. <laughs> that son of a bitch. And you still want him to lose? That's how bad of a character he is. So so they don't really defeat him, but they
3: get away in time, and they get this little, this little, basically MacGuffin from. Uh, Grindelwald, and it's this little thing that has his and Dumbledore's blood in it. Um, and it prohibits them from fighting each other. So now Dumbledore has a little magic thing you put. Uh, yeah. each other. They, yeah, yes. They fight each other if they destroy it. So now Dumbledore has it, but meanwhile, Grindelwald has his secret weapon, which is uh pillar um <laughs> infamous Esmer Miller, who he reveals to be a Dumbledore. Um Alpha's Dumbledore's long lost nephew. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> what? So that's where we pick up with the secrets of Dumbledore. Um basically uh the secret of Dumbledore is he's gay. Um that's pretty much it. Um, <laughs> uh, something we've known for years. Um, no, I, I will give this. This is the best Fantastic Beast movie be out of the three. Um, it's written by the same. Wrote the first. I think. I think he wrote seven out of the eight of the Harry Potter movies. I think the only one he didn't write was Prisoner of Azkaban. And you can tell there's finally some consistent writing and character choices here. It's structured like a movie. It's not boring. It's constantly entertaining. But it's still a little wonky in the way that all the Fantastic Beast movies have been. Yeah. Um, thought-wise, you're basically just following... Uh, Dumbledore has put together a small army of about six wizards and one muggle, uh, which is Jacob Kowalski, the same muggle you followed through most of this. Um, and he's put together this little crew to do something to distract Grindelwald during a wizard presidential election. Waltz um, <laughs> is now running for. So forget the whole Nazi Holocaust plot. They kind of threw that out the window. And now Mads Mikkelsen, is, uh, Grindelwald, is running for president. And that's the movie. Hmm. Um, it's still fun. I enjoyed it. I think just going, I, I didn't try to take it too seriously and I'm not trying to pick it apart. I just was like, I just want to see some Harry Potter. Um, the highlights definitely, I think are Jude Law's Dumbledore and Mads Mickelson Both give pretty performances. And I think Jude Law actually is the representation of Dumbledore as a whole, as a character on screen. I think he's the best actor to take on the role and the most interesting actor to take on the role. um, and yeah, it's fine. It's I felt like uh, the half dead Dumbledore th- in the first one. Richard
2: Harris. Yeah.
1: Like, what about uh, Catherine Waterston?
2: What's. Uh, Who? The, I forget her name, but she was the.
3: the she's uh, Queenie's sister. Oh, and Tina. Tina. Tina is in the movie, but. Due to her probably speaking out on J.K. Rowling's transphobic tweets, uh, left out of most of the movie. Um, she's not really there. Uh, she's in like two minutes at the end, and I think she says three things, um, and then she goes to her sister's wedding. Uh, and that's pretty much it. She's remarkably cut out of the movie. Um, yeah. As we you- suspected.
2: Whose wedding? Is it Queenie's wedding to, to it's- Jacob Kowalski? Queen-
3: Jacob. Um, that's pretty much, yeah. They don't really explain, they kind of try to explain why she's not there, because I think she got a promotion and now she's like running <laughs> the in New York, but you're kind of like, okay. It's the old uh, Sulu argument.
1: She got promoted out of the movie.
2: Yeah. There you go, get rid of them, promote them. Sulu so, always wanted to have his own shit. <laughs>
0: That's the way think, it works in real
3: life. I think J.K. Rowling stepping away from the the script this time around did a benefit. Um, yeah, but it's still, I mean, it's still just not, it still feels unnecessary and it still feels unwarranted. It does feel like this is the last Fantastic Beast movie, like a Dumbledore, just Dumbledore-centric movies from now on. They kind of tie up every Fantastic Beast cast member, like just tie their stories up and just like, all right, we're done with these guys. Um, well,
2: so is <laughs> is Newt? So Newt's commander is not really even the the main vocal point of the film, right?
3: I guess. Um, and in terms of when the movie's focusing on like Dumbledore's army, it's definitely focusing on Newt the most, and he's still good. Like, he his he's still used as like. His animals and all the mystical creatures and all that. And it makes it sense why it's Fantastic Beasts. Um, But, like, he's not. He is just a supporting to Dumbledore. Like, the movie starts with Dumbledore and it ends with Dumbledore. Everyone is supporting his character arc and what he goes through. And he actually does go through a very tragic and beautiful story. It's just not in a good movie. It's, well, not a great movie. It's just an okay movie.
2: And did they punch up any of the other characters? Like, did they get? Did they add a Han
3: Solo? No, they punch up Newt's brother a little bit. Um, he's in there a little bit more, and he has more to do. And they grow out him and Newt's relationship. Uh, they do have a newer, a new character from the American Ministry, um, and she's great. She talks in a very twenty style voice. I don't remember her name, but she's fun. Everyone's fun. No one's doing a bad job, but it's just kind of like It's not a good movie. It's can just
2: because a- I'm really not wanting to see this film. I'm trying to fill in all the blanks I possibly can off Alex's review. Yeah, <laughs> I assume the listeners as well. Did they wrap up the? Um, uh, oh my god! Um, Prison Prisoner Azkaban. Gary Oldman, uh, Serious Black. Did they wrap up uh, Newt's love interest with uh, Serious Black's
3: aunt or whatever? Well, she got killed in the last movie. Did she? Yeah. yeah I don't even remember. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the answer is yes. They wrapped that up.
3: They wrapped it up last movie. Right? I guess All
0: evidently
1: right? they did.
0: So, All right.
3: Yeah, they wrapped that shit up
1: and how hard Harry Potter has fallen.
3: Yeah, it's pretty, pretty okay. I liked the movie. I had fun, but <laughs> I could people just thinking it's a waste of time, and it probably is. All right. so I, don't,
1: what, I, I enjoyed the first two. I was going to just – I still want to see this because I've seen them all, but this is more an HBO Max viewing unless I – and drag myself to the movies.
3: Catch so. it in 45 days. So what? Catch it in 45
0: days on HBO Max. Yeah. Yeah, just wait a little bit. So uh, what's your what's your uh, rating on this one? What's your advice to the listeners? Probably a two. Okay, slightly better than Morbius. I've had fun with it, but I don't think you got to see it. Yeah, it's good Not married Wow. Well, we have not missed anything, it doesn't sound like, Alex, by not going to the movies. The Podmen have, uh, maybe we it's read a few books, books or something. Maybe we did something oh, with well,
1: wait a minute, Brad. Brad has actually uh, seen Batman now and can give us, tell us, out of all of us, who was right. Whose review was right in this?
0: It's been uh, 45 days since uh, we talked about it. I don't, uh, I don't remember. What everybody I think it's said. Two to five. I think PMR gave it a seven. <laughs> five. No, I gave
1: the seven to the first hour. Yeah, oh, he
0: divided right. it up.
1: And they gave three to the to the last hour.
2: And so you rounded it to a? Four. Four.
0: four. <laughs> a four. Uh, you know, I would probably, I had to break up the viewings a little bit. Um, to my so, no point. Uh, yeah, so that I didn't fall asleep. Uh, I guess I would probably give it a four. Um, there wasn't anything. If I had to say what I didn't like about it, what, was that the riddle? What, no, I mean that didn't bother me too much either. Although it was, I, I get what you guys were saying, and that, <laughs> and even everybody kept reminding Gordon and uh, Batman how dumb they are. Like a penguin said it, and then Riddler's. I mean, that that weighs on you as well, having these villains mock you, basically being like, "I thought you were smarter than that." Uh, which may, you know, again, the 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 winged rat is either a pigeon or a bat. I mean, those are the two obvious answers, but they kept focusing on the the stool pigeon, I guess. Uh, now, I was going to say the thing that bothered me most. have wings. Yeah. What? The thing that bothered me most about it was when Batman was not fighting; it feels like he was wading through Jello. Like <laughs> everything he did was in slow motion. When somebody would tr- say something, he would just turn around and look at them in such a slow manner. And I, I get that. You know, certainly what you guys were saying that he's the most emo of all Batman. I guess that's all part of it. Is uh, emo kids move in slow motion? Uh, but that – I felt like that was just so ridiculous that every time he was on screen and he wasn't fighting, he was just kind of slowly moving around. It was just very – uh, the whole time. What's that? Brooding
2: the whole brooding time. Brooding the
0: whole time. So that that kind of bothered me after three hours. Um, but I, <laughs> maybe they did that to help punch up the arc. By the end, he realizes maybe I shouldn't be brooding all the time. So that's – I, I can accept that, but it still bothered me. Uh, I like the music, even though, uh, to <laughs> to kind of make fun of the composer, it sounds like if somebody would have given an eight-year-old uh, the signal <laughs> to say, hey, write a Batman theme, that he would just hang out on the left side of the keyboard just playing ding, ding. <laughs> I thought it was cool, but again, a little simplistic. Um, uh, oh, Batman, you that's all so Batman needs. Uh, everybody else did a fine job on it. The the guy that I thought the did the best, I like Commissioner Gordon, probably more than any of the other characters. Even though,
1: everybody else didn't like him, but I, I liked Commissioner.
0: Gordon. Yeah, I thought he did a fine job.
1: Did you agree that Catwoman and in 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 all reality, all the other villains just were just kind of bland. They just didn't really pop like all previous Batman.
0: No, I mean the Riddler I thought they did great with the Riddler uh making him more of a serial killery type you know uh, mental patient and all that kind of stuff I thought he did he did good Again Penguin I guess he served his purpose playing you know over the top mob boss type guy but he was sort of uh you know nothing special about him and same with Catwoman I don't know if she really did anything there either uh, I th- I thought it was odd that she Evidently kept her nails, her real nails or fake nails long, but chose to cut holes in the fingertips of her gloves to have her nails exposed as opposed to having like metal nails, you mm-hmm. know, onto the glove. I thought that was an odd choice, but okay. <laughs> so, you know, pick it apart there. But overall, I, I would give it another viewing. Um, Again, part of my problem with some of these, uh, you know, it was a much more mature take on Batman, so I probably won't let my 12-year-old see it. Uh, but my 15-year-old, if he cares to see it, I'll let him watch it. But some of the scenes were uh, the shooting and hitting people in the head with the carpet uh, tucker in her and stuff like that were pretty pretty violent images. Uh, so. Oh. I would say, hey, great for adults, but if you're trying to sell toys, uh, this isn't the movie to do that. Stick with uh, Val Kilmer's Batman for toys. But also. I've
3: bought three Lego sets on it, so I don't know what you're talking about. I <laughs> would say so, that yeah, you're out
0: of uh, the child demographic, though. We never got Alex's take on it. Yeah, what's, what's your take on it, Alex? Oh, I I think it's fantastic.
3: <laughs> I think it's the best Batman movie yet. Best I think Batman it's, movie ever. I think it's, it's an incredible take on him. I can't wait to watch it again on HBO Max. I'm really excited to like sit through it. Um, yeah, I, I think from a narrative line, I think the script is close to perfect. It can be, I can see people's a bit long, but I love how slow it's willing to to go and how methodical it lets its characters be in their actions. Uh, Batman, for once, actually has an arc in a movie, which is pretty rare. I'd say in most Batman movies, Batman is pretty much left to the sideline in terms of actually having the character arc and development. And this movie, it's Batman. Like, he doesn't remove the cow. He's in it 110%. And you see this transformation from vengeance to, to like, hope. I, I don't know what the next word would be. Like, what's the cycle of who he's becoming, but you can see him learn that vengeance only breeds more chaos and all that. And it's like, that's a good arc for wow. someone of this weird nature. Did you listen to our podcast
2: about, I, okay. I did know. So there's a couple things I wanted to get your take on that. I, that I saw the film. Uh, and I said on the podcast that you didn't listen to this is uh instead of getting a Batman origin story, we kind of got the Bruce Wayne origin story in this movie. Yeah. Like, where the movie starts, Bruce Wayne is effectively dead. Like, he died with his parents. He doesn't want to beat Bruce Wayne. He doesn't see the use in Bruce Wayne. You know, Bruce Wayne is just... Uh, the Bruce Wayne's checking account is funding this, but he is not... For, for all intents and purposes, he's no longer Bruce Wayne. He's just Batman. He's given up Bruce Wayne. And so now the, the arc is... He realizes that he he needs to be relatable. He can do more as Bruce Wayne and Batman, and he needs to rekindle that side of himself uh, over the course of the film. What are yeah, you talking
3: yeah. about? I think that that's pretty much dead on. Um, I like, yeah, I mean, I think... I, I, the thing I, when people were complaining about him being like, oh, he didn't have Bruce. He doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne. It's like, well, I think that's kind of the point here. Is that right. he doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne. He has no clue. That's literally like that's the generally he's not him. But the movie anticipates this idea of well, if we did get a sequel, that everything that's happened in the movie does up him become having to form this identity. You know, your parents turn out to be kind of like. Scummy and kind of not cool people. They're pretty. They had some. There's some drama of theirs. So it's like, well, now Bruce Wayne has to come out of the light. He has to be this guiding figure and uh, like reclaim his family's image and like craft this new thing. I was like, that's pretty smart. Pretty smart thing to do. Um, and, and yeah, in the next movie, we get to see
2: like a completely. He gets to almost play a completely different character now. So and, yeah. and he can and he can really dial up the Bruce Wayne as a as a uh, 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 the you know the opposite of of what he what he establishes Batman. So yeah. it's almost like he's going to play two characters, two
0: entirely different characters in the next movie. But, it's pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't cool. I, you know I wasn't a fan of the besmirching of the uh, the Waynes. Uh, it, it makes for an interesting storyline and everything, but just uh i wasn't a fan of that, but more so, I think maybe the the mental block that I still had trouble uh was the costume i It just did not work for me whatsoever really uh, i'll really- I, I like the lot. I didn't like the batarang
2: being the symbol. I thought that
0: was the batarang being the symbol—a one-time use of the his head and popped collar. Surprised that Podman Ron likes that <laughs>
1: well,
0: I, I could not get over his cowl and collar. Uh, yeah,
1: that was my favorite part. Obviously, I, obviously, I could well, have guessed that. I think I, the collar was
2: okay to me. One because I like Gotham by gaslight, right? And they right. that's I'm sure they, they got that from docking by gaslight, you know, images. But two, it makes sense from a standpoint that was the whole thing with the Michael Keaton and Val Kilmer rubber suits was he right. could ever turn his head because it's it's all one molded piece. Right. But if you if you think about layers, he could have the helmet detached from the neck piece of the suit. And still have the protection around the neck because of I the boss
0: get it. collar. I'm just saying that the Batfleck suit is, uh, so far can't be beaten in my opinion. Bat- Bat- Batfleck is still my favorite Batman of all.
2: Yeah. You, even on this one, <laughs> when you see the eyes, you can see the stitching around the eyes of this costume, which is straight from, uh, um, Godzilla. Godzilla by Godzilla. Yeah, yeah. But
0: again, I, not, not for me. Not my, ba- hashtag not my Batman. Um, so yeah, so I'll give it a four. Maybe maybe I'll raise it or lower it on a uh, subsequent viewing. Uh, but overall, eh, not, not my favorite. You know, I will say that over you know in honor of Easter weekend, uh, that the my boys and I watched uh, uh, Batman Begins and The Dark Knight, which I don't think I they say Donnie Darko. Donnie, Donnie Darko. Darko. We Odin. Oh, I did what? Start watching Donnie Darko. We never finished it. Um, but neither one of them had seen The Dark Knight. Uh, so we watched that, which most people say is their favorite Batman movie up until now maybe. Uh, and it just reminded me of that uh, Opinions and Assholes. You know, everybody's got one. So everybody loves The Dark Knight for the most part, although Podman Ron says that Joker's performance is not his favorite, right? Uh, it's not but yeah, Okay. What's that?
1: I said, it's good. It's like good. It, but it's not the way the Joker is in the comics. Right.
0: But whatever. Right. right. Uh, but it just, it reminded me of like, you know, all the things, you know, like uh, I still say that Man of Steel is my favorite superhero movie and everybody, oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> there are so many things to tear apart the Nolan Batman movies, even the Dark Knight, that it's just like, well, this is just ridiculous. How? Why would Two-Face shoot? the driver of the car that he's in and see it flip over multiple times. And you, you know, the, from a storytelling perspective, it's like, did Two-Face, is he still in the car? Did he jump out? We have no idea. And so that was just when we was watching that with a fresh set of eyes with my kids, I was like, wow, this is kind of eh, not as good as I remember it.
3: I had the same opinion when I watched it back in December. Yeah, I thought the first act of that movie was surprisingly kind of, Kind of bad, kind of like bad, the, right? Yeah, like the opening with the Joker is pretty great, but the rest of it's kind of
0: corny and yeah. Duped. But
1: even that, I mean, you gotta—that's like a, a suspender,
0: you know. Well, no, I'm I'm saying it's like,
1: that It's like even that Joker, but you know how you would have to time that just right to have your have your buses go into everything else,
0: right? And the fact that no one. None of the other bus drivers thought it was odd that a one of their buses was pulling out of a bank that it had literally drove through, <laughs> and no one, Bye. no one on the street or anything like that. There was never like, oh, this is this seems a little odd. <laughs> but no, my point being is that you, you can pick anything. Apart. You can pick anything apart. So you can be mad that Pa Kent said that man, maybe you should have let those kids die, and be mad that well, my bad man doesn't care. But you also got to be mad that, well, this is... Dark Knight is just as stupid in a lot of ways. That's my point. That's all I'm saying. Uh, there are very few perfect enough. movies. Eternal Although Sunshine love, and Children of Men I, are the only I ones out And have watched it recently and still love it. So. I, thought, I thought it was enjoyable, but I saw through fresh eyes, I saw a lot of flaws in that movie.
2: So, there you go. Alex, uh, back to... Um the Batman real quick and me and Brad kind of mentioned this I kind of got and and you uh, as a uh, you know a a burgeoning uh, filmmaker yourself I kind of feel like this movie is almost like uh, the the Netflix binge watching equivalent of a film right yeah it's it's lengthy it almost has chapters to it right and it's uh, I, and it spins off all these additional characters, and they didn't. They it's almost like, and I told Brad when he watched it, watch it in like forty or thirty-five or fifty-minute chunks. But you can almost tell when a chapter's winding down. And yeah, you can honestly pause it and be like, okay. <laughs> right. It's almost like you watched a movie, but also like a mini season of of a Batman TV show
3: in one. Yeah, plane. it definitely has like a. Like a six-issue comic book volume, it it functions. It has it definitely has a very clear act one, act two, act three. So act yeah, four, but, five. but
2: inside those acts, it's almost like they each act almost had like,
3: uh, uh, like some sort
2: of an arc, like story arc. arcs. It's it's like it had three arcs or it had multiple arcs inside the the total arc of it, which is it's got to be a different type of uh, film structuring. Mean, the only thing I can even liken it to is kind of like the structuring of, of the Godfather. Like, you know, where it's, it's either old school filmmaking, the way they structured it. Um, like, you know, the natural, I think about like, like the old, like like the natural Godfather, stuff like that. The, the thing, right. It's kind of like those sort of, like the structure of the film is kind of like those, um, Again, because also because it's a three-hour film, but it's. I think that it, we may see more films like this in the binge Netflix era of
3: entertainment. Yeah, I do think there's. I can. I'm. I congratulate it on trying something different, of the movie structure, In terms of how it was perceived, Audience, I think the biggest criticism everyone says about the movie is it was too long. But may go this type of structuring, but for streaming movies, I think there is a success that was well. People did find it really compelling. This slower natured, like, getting to see chapter by chapter kind of thing. I don't know. if I don't know. I, I, I'm 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 hesitant to see whether. WB say, okay, you can make Batman movie. Just maybe tighten it up this time around. Tighten because, it up. Well, yeah. to make people talk think, a little I think louder. The next
2: one will be tighter oh, for old people. <laughs> yeah, for <wrong> old <laughs> people. I think the next one will be tighter because I think this one was trying to serve multiple purposes. I think it was like, okay, there's an appetite for this. People will be patient with this. Uh, giving them three-hour Batman movies, you know, it's that whole, you know, too much. Is it, you know, can it really be too much of a good thing? And then wait a minute. We want to be able to to greenlight a Catwoman movie. We want to be able to uh, do a GCPD film. We want to be able to do an Arkham Asylum movie or a TV show. So like it, it's it's the it's almost half movie, half streaming TV mm-hmm. season universe launch. Yeah, there was a, yeah. To so launch this universe. Yeah, and really to drive everybody to HBO Max.
1: Yeah. So. I mean, I, that's the one thing I can say about this this movie. I think it, it did do a good job that they really could launch a, a universe out of just a Batman universe, but not with, a superhero universe. Not a superhero yeah. universe, but a Batman universe with Robin and Nightwing and Catwoman, and all those all those people. But you, it does not fit in a superhero.
0: It doesn't fit with Superman and any of right. them. People. I, I just worry that you, you could do that, but it, I'm trying to liken it to something. Maybe the uh, you know, old CD, uh, CW Teen angst show, you know like Dawson's Creek or, or 90210 going back really old school, to where you're like, "Oh my God, this is a different type of drama, but then you know, two seasons, three seasons later, you're like, "Oh my God, everybody still, is still the same." You know, it's still like you know they can't break out of the mold that made them unique. Yeah. So if you keep on with this every day's a rainy, dark day in Gotham, I'm going to be less interested in that. And if everybody's moping around and so it's so serious and and not um, again not a superhero movie, but a good Gotham you know series or whatever, it, that feels a little bit less uh, sustainable. After a while, yeah. you're going to be like, okay, great, another. Freak is in Gotham and it's raining and they fight him at night. Who cares? I, I maybe I'm one of the few people who are like, make this
3: an entire super. I'd be down just like you said, it's going to get old and boring after a while. Just watching a very dark and desolate day in Gotham. I'd be okay with the Superman. I'd be okay with the Wonder Woman. We don't have to make them the exact level of like. Greek god, like, to Earth. Let's get our small boy, Clark Kent. You don't have to make him super powerful. You just introduce more metahuman-type characters. I think it'd still work. No one thought that when we got Iron Man, we'd really be getting Thor and Captain America. Like, how does all this combine? Right. I think if you go in the way of, especially the way Warner Brothers likes to do this, of smart business angles, but with really creative-driven... You can keep all these franchises feeling separate enough, but but the idea of, like, eventually uniting them in a way, that's an interesting idea creatively, and to bring all these characters together. Like, you can make a Superman movie that's so distinct from Batman, but what would it be like if they met? I think that's pretty cool. Will we get it? I don't know. Like, I feel like if
2: a batman movie is going to be Gotham is frozen in time. Gotham <laughs> right. is frozen in you know it's never it's perpetually going to be gloom and doom and and threats and and social upheaval and and uh, you know uh unemployment and, and it, it's going to be all of that. It's going to be all of that. It's it, but if you want to tell a batman story against a different backdrop they've already got, like, the perfect scenario, and I don't know why they don't relight Batman Beyond as as a movie or a television <laughs> show. But it would even be cool if you wanted to, you know, and, and now there's rumors we may be getting, you know, uh, um, Ben Affleck back, but if you wanted to, like, do Superman Henry Cavill, you know what? Give him gray hair and put him in Batman Beyond. Make yeah. it Terry McGinnis. And give, like, the legacy characters of all those you know, um, and put it in Neo Gotham. I think that would be kick-ass.
0: If only Brian was running the studio. If only I was running the studio. But
2: I think that's it's it's too. It would honestly be too easy to do it. Just <laughs> you know, but for whatever reason, they're scared to get away from Bruce Wayne, so we keep rebooting Bruce Wayne. And this was good, but yeah, to your to your complaint, it's like now if we're gonna have. This Gotham and the GCPD and, and, a, and a Arkham Asylum show and a, and a Catwoman movie and it's all built in this one locale. It's gonna it's the, this dreary locale. Yeah, I get, get bored get, after I a while. Bored, where you've got a Batman story that you can totally flip, kind of the 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 uh, um, the expectations on their ear because it's at thirty years in the future. From today, from 30 years in, in our future. You know, I don't know.
0: Well, let's let, let's just hope that the DC movies, uh, they just got to keep their, their cast out of trouble. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Sure. Well, well, <laughs> uh, well, well, we'll come back. Alex, one last thing. Did you yes.
2: catch the uh, the cameo towards the beginning of the film? Booster Gold? mm Who? Who? Yeah the kid that
3: was uh initiating for the game oh gang yeah gang. he's he's um tim drake from titans
1: there yeah. you go do so, so, you think that's tim drake in the uh in that universe too
3: no i think the little mayor's boy in the in the red ninja suit at the beginning of the movie is going to be robin I don't know. that's I my mean. theory that's my theory hope you're wrong
0: i hope i'm right Ugh. Alex is, absolute Alex is never wrong. Uh, all right. Well, there you go. There's your retro, somewhat retro review of the Batman. Uh, but he did whisper a lot. He didn't change his voice, but he just whispered a lot. He whispered. He whispered a lot. Again, going back to The Dark Knight, some of the he scenes with Christian Bell as Batman was just, his voice was so bad. I mean, just ridiculous. Um, who are you? But uh, All right. Any other movie mm-hmm. stuff to talk about?
1: Uh, the Thor trailer. I mean, come on, man. I thought we oh, talked we got, about that. We,
0: got, we already talked about the
1: Thor
0: trailer. Oh, we did? Yeah, about, yeah. about 45 minutes ago. <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. He's excited about it. Look at him. I about it. Five Man Run's excited. Yeah. Um, I'll say what movie I'm excited for. Yes.
2: The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. That comes out wow. on Friday. It looks so good.
0: With, uh, it's Nick got
2: like Cage. 100% Yeah, it got 100% right now All right. So I'm, uh, I've am decided to take the kids on a tour of uh, uh, Nicolas Cage Nicolas uh, Cage um, movies Yeah, I, I want to see them, and I'm not going to mention this to them. I just want to see them watch as his psyche slowly <laughs> <laughs> degrades yeah. We're starting
0: with The Rock Oh, Okay, right. I thought you were going to go back to uh, that, uh, like Valley Las Girl Vegas. and uh, Valley. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. No, Was he no. It? no. we're starting with The Rock. Okay.
2: Movie. Uh, Con... Then I'll see if they can. The Rock will be okay. That'll be okay. Make... I'm going to see how if they can make it through Conair.
1: Oh come on, Conair's the best.
2: And yeah. his accent. Uh, All right. Then you be we'll finish it off, off with Face Off,
1: okay. so they can see
2: his <laughs> His dementia slowly see see the progression.
0: Vampire Skiss, that's an old one.
2: If they can make it through all that, then we'll watch The (laughs) Wickerman.
0: Which I liked. I actually like that movie. It is horrible, but I do like it. Um, (laughs) What's
1: that? He's in a bear suit. He punches the lady.
0: Yes. That's the reason the bear suit, he punches the ladies and the bees. The bees! Yeah, he's allergic to bees. All right, well, speaking of allergic to stuff, let's move over to the TV land. So we do have a little little Moon Knight to talk about, maybe. (laughs) All right, Moon Knight. Uh, Alex, have you watched any of the Moon Knight? I've watched it. I've watched all of them so far. you watched all of them. I fast-forwarded through the last episode... Uh, because I was, on, this, on the last episode of our podcast, I was a little on the fence of saying that, uh, although I loved Moon Knight in the 80s, this is not my Moon Knight, and I'm not as interested in them. Uh, so I wasn't going to watch it. Podman Ron says, no, you've got to see it to completion. It's only three more episodes or whatever. Uh, I couldn't watch the whole thing in real time. I had to just fast forward to the end. I mean. I don't blame you. No, what, tell me what's wrong with this Moon Knight, Alex.
3: Listen, I think the first two episodes are are pretty good overall. Uh, Visual effects a little wonky, but that's all right. Uh, Script-wise, pretty good. Third episode. Man, I feel like I watched three different acts, like three different shows all in one. Uh, That first act, to me, was unbearable, almost. I thought it was terrible. I I was like, I understand you're trying to do Indiana Jones here, but, man... (laughs) It's so boring, and the the setting looks terrible. It looks cheap. Uh, the script is this, this when
0: he's the, in the. I may be getting. Is this when he's with the council of the gods? Is that what you're talking about? Is that is this episode or not? It looks like the mummy.
3: Yeah, that's that episode. Oh, okay, yeah. I couldn't remember. Stupid. I don't know why all the gods are from like different parts. All these Egyptian gods are from different parts of the world. I don't understand. I thought that set looked terrible. I thought it didn't make any sense. I was like, these gods kind of suck, and they're (laughs) just kind of sitting outside doing jack shit. Also, what do they even do? Why did they stop meddling? (laughs) When they aren't doing this, what are they doing? And then we went into a weird, like, carnival situation. I didn't know what the fuck we were looking for, but apparently all it was was some pieces of paper that I feel like you could have just found on the internet or something. I don't know. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And then, I mean, the fight was cool. And then the, like, cool, like, visual in the sky was pretty good. I liked the whole, like, third act of, like, Mark and Steven kind of reconciling and we're learning to work together. But, like, damn. that that's Painful that, to get there. That carnival's tall scene was... I was so confused. And I felt bad because... The, the actor in it obviously uh, suffered a fatal tragedy on a ski ski resort trip, but wow.
0: um, did
3: that, we cover that, him that, in,
0: in memorial? Well, <laughs> never mind. Mm.
3: Uh, that was uh, that was a pretty lackluster appearance and a pretty lackluster segment of the episode. So, uh, yeah, probably the worst one by far. Wow. But I mean, well, it was enjoyable, especially as we got towards the end, but I was still like, this is a massive dip in quality, I feel like. Well, and they said that, that Moon Knight's
2: likely not coming back and the Hawkeye isn't coming back. Which Hawkeye's been the strongest Marvel
0: MCU. It is, but still, just let it leave. One season is why I, let's remember, him, remember when he was good. Just leave it at one season. That's fine.
2: Uh, uh, the With Moon Knight, um, to Alex's point, yeah, like all that stuff, it just seemed like oh, we need exposition. We need to explain all these guys. Let's all let's just talk for ten minutes of this episode and hash things out. But nobody could see. <clears throat> the whole point is they had these avatars that were supposed to be their
3: eyes and ears, and they and don't he's know anything. What the guys doing? <laughs> <laughs> They're so bad at their job. They're like, really what bad. Are you at doing guys, house. like literally, this guy's trying to resurrect like your sister or some shit, and y'all are just like. I believe the non-god guy that like got banished and the, his his when he was uh, what a bearer of Khonshu got kicked out because he was shitty at his job. I'm gonna believe him. What? Well, and, and so now since khonshu has gone,
2: Mark Spector doesn't have his powers. So I guess we're not gonna see the costume for a bit, um, and uh, we only no. have a couple episodes left. And they also hinted at Jake Lockley in this episode. Do you guys pick up on that? Yeah. And
0: no one cared. And no one cared. <laughs> no one cared. Podman Ron, this is – they are not making – the rest of the Podman here are not making a good argument for me to finish this, this season. Right. I
1: don't know what they're talking about.
0: I no, here. Here, I'll say you should finish it.
3: I'm just saying the last episode <laughs> was just not, not up good. to par with what I watched in the first two. All right. Yeah, so my, Podman my, Ron. Is they're just making weird choices. If,
2: if they're not going to bring it back. And he's not going to, and Moon Knight's not going to roll into the MCU proper. Oh, you wasted my six not, hours. Why, why is he not wearing the costume? Like, <laughs> give us give us the
0: costume give us, all the time. Give us the 80s costume. Podman Ron, you're still a, a Moon fan here.
1: Actually, I enjoyed the episode. I liked, I, I thought the beginning was strong. I actually liked the beginning more than I liked. I, I think it kind of, kind of got... Kind of goofy when uh, Moon Knight appeared. When, because uh, as Alex said, some of the special effects and some of the some of that was a little wonky and just didn't look great. I mean, his costume was just everything just didn't. I I didn't like that part. Um, but I thought the first half of the show with uh, Isaac uh, Oscar Isaac's playing uh, Mark Specter and being the dominant personality on this episode was really strong. And then with him working with, uh, Steven Grant, the other personality, I, I thought that worked. I liked it. I liked the, uh, I like the interplay between the two. I liked the, I like the little Indiana Jones feel to it. The mummy Indiana Jones feel to it. I, I thought, I thought that worked. I, I get, they're correct. in the fact that the re that whole thing with them going to that guy's where in the hell it was, uh, was kind of stupid. The, uh, Little jousting tournament or whatever it was. Weird but, carnival
3: in the middle of Egypt. Yeah. yeah uh,
1: that, that was kind of... I don't know. Yeah, but... Other than that, I, I thought the first half of the episode was really short. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I've seen worse, let me just say
0: that. I've seen. I've I <laughs> sat through Falcon and Winter Soldier. Ooh, yeah, it's much better than Falcon and Winter Soldier. Oh, it's much better than Falcon and Winter
3: Soldier, but this episode felt like the most... Most Falcon and Winter Soldier of
0: them all. Yeah, this episode felt <laughs> like Falcon
3: and Winter Soldier. Weird I, exposition scenes, weird villain choices. I think all the performances are great. I missed my boy Steven, but like, I think all the performances are really great. The design looks great, except the show just was like exposition and shitty plots. And it's like, I don't know where that came from. We were
2: going to no real costume. high. And the costume's out of play now.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Maybe, he'll, like maybe we'll get the original, the uh, 80s costume now that he has to sew together himself. And I like the costume, uh, so I'm not gonna. Yeah. I mean, the whole the, the ski mask and plus the extra moon on his hood, you, you don't need it. You don't need it. You don't need that yeah. extra moon up there.
1: Yeah. I don't want to get
0: that extra moon on your <laughs> He just wants <laughs> to make everybody. Uh, so let me ask you this. Conch, who, I, I could look this up. But I refuse. Who is the voice of Khonshu? Is it somebody? Um, the, guy that, uh, the guy that killed Amadeus. Uh. Oh, well uh, Oh, my God. <laughs> the guy that killed Amadeus. And everybody knows who you're talking about, but no okay. Khonshu might be my favorite A- Air, Yeah, Abraham. Uh, uh, F. I'm going F backwards. Murray Something Abraham. F. Abraham. F, Abraham. F. Murray Abraham. F. Murray yeah. Abraham. Okay, very good. And so I guess... Again, you but would, when I you said, said
2: the guy that killed uh, Amadeus, everybody. knew.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know who he was. <laughs> How long has it been since you've seen that? That that bears a rewatch, Amadeus, to see if that was any good, really. Right. No. Yeah, I thought yeah thought that thought. probably does bear a rewatch. I mean, re-watch. maybe Brian, that uh, maybe Amadeus could fit into your uh, fantastic fictional <laughs> uh, movies, along with Tombstone and Untouchables, and uh, what was your third one? The Patriot. The Patriot. As far as this, probably didn't really happen this way, but is a fantastic biopic nonetheless. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he wasn't <laughs> murdered. Uh, but yeah. So anyway, as an aside, so why isn't? You would think that Khonshu. You, it reminded me of when you said this, Alex. Khonshu, as an Egyptian god, you think would have some sort of an Egyptian accent or something, uh, but no, he he's. he's <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> It's all. No. Odd. Yeah, I don't know, especially
3: for the like the showrunner and like the director and big time, times right? Writer. Yeah, he. Uh, I'm in those lessons. D. He um, cut out. He like, there But we got um, you. Oh, he went on like all these press interviews, like criticizing previous movies for the Egyptian representation. Meanwhile, this movie seems to be lacking egyptian representation like the main the main of the egyptian gods like his like main what his servant the god, god the human representation of him is like just an old white guy right <laughs> an old white guy and it's like so when you said egyptian representation you mean we'd go to egypt and we'd have one egyptian cast
0: member you're welcome. <laughs> right in the the uh, Egyptian fight, the rooftop fight with the the guy with yeah. the the knives, and he licks the knives. Like oh. again, you're making a caricature out of these people. Like,
3: uh, and the director well, is Egyptian. Right. Like, I'm like I'm like so all this stuff that you claimed, it's like it just feels like you're just riding on a high horse that you yeah. don't really have. Now <laughs> well, just the uh, uh, the carnival thing,
2: that whole scene where they they chewed, where it was all that nonsense about the pyramids, and, uh, the the henchman was was African American, and the guy was like <laughs> European. Yeah. So it's like, well, well why? <sighs> like the, the two characters that were in the Egyptian setting that spend the most time on screen, other than uh, Moon Knight and his uh, soon to be ex wife, were neither neither Egyptian.
0: Very no. confusing. Very confusing.
2: <laughs> All right, and line: it, the, of these
0: arguments. The arguments of me spending the last two hours with uh, with Moon Knight here—I don't know if it's going to hold up, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, any other TV? I've got a probably more of a, what you're looking at, but any, anything else TV-wise out there that we have to look forward to? I mean,
1: the only thing I can talk about is uh, Picard. Oh. So, that last episode because I really don't understand what the hell happened. So he's having a flashback. It's one of these. It's in his mind episodes where yeah. he has a flashback.
0: I guess his mom's crazy and she has mental illness. And it seems to be the uh, the way of things nowadays with Bruce Wayne and Picard, right?
1: And really? I mean, so yeah, it was kind of a wasted episode, honestly.
2: It's weird in the era of streaming, we still, we you know, we went from 23 episode seasons <laughs> to to 13 episodes
0: to 10, to sometimes, sometimes
1: six like 8 or 9, six. and like, they still need
0: filler episodes. They still got fillers, that's funny, yeah.
1: And I, that's a good point, that's a good way to put it. I feel like this episode would have been good if we had 24 episodes this season, you know, just to throw something in there. But... We've got eight episodes of Picard, maybe ten. And this is a character we haven't seen in, what, 20-something years, 15 years? I mean, it would have been nice to really, I don't know, build up something, what he's been doing, you know, what is next, you know, building to a, a bigger adventure. But it just seems like we're just going backwards, and we're just – it's just terrible. It's not even – it's not even the past that we want to explore with Picard. I, I don't care about Picard's <laughs> We've never we never explored that before. He's on desk doorstep as it is. Why would we care about it now? <laughs> don't Why waste don't we spend the past fifteen years with Picard than than what we you know the last hundred years ago with Picard. Anyway, yeah, it just it was so boring, and it was like, okay, this is just a wasted episode. I mean, it's all about Picard, and, and then it's got, you know, Seven of Nine and that, uh, her girlfriend roaming around looking confused in LA, and that, may, and, you know, <laughs> And it's just, God, it was just awful. And then, like, then at the end, the big shocking end is he confronts Gainan again, young Gainan, again in the bar, and the guy who play Dutch in the Shield, who was a Star Trek character in TNG, uh he comes, he he's he comes back into the bar and he surprises them that he's an FBI agent and arrests Picard. It's okay. and if it's an ancestor is somebody, I mean it's like I it's like if I was gone if I went back in time and I ran into everybody I met was an ancestor of mine or somebody if I, you know, they were Brian's ancestor or Brad's ancestor. And they all
2: look just like me. <laughs> yeah,
1: they all look like... I mean it's like Michael J. Fox, the Back to the Future. We're all, we're all look like that's what Picard is. It's so bad. Like what are we doing? I mean, really? I mean, I'm waiting to see Picard and Drag be his grandmother.
0: <laughs> his grandmother. And not disguising his voice whatsoever. <laughs>
1: No, I, I mean I'm waiting for that to be the next episode. I mean it's gotten that fucking bad. I mean, our stumble upon Riker, and you know it's it's Riker's mom, and it's it's uh, Riker in drag. I mean, <laughs> I, that's how ridiculous this show has gotten. I mean, it was like I bitched about it before because Data's creator's ancestor, you know, was in it. Now Picard's the Romulan chick that Picard's been trying to, you know, bone in his present time. It's turned out her ancestors, the Watcher, in the time they're in now. And now we've got this FBI agent, which I'm sure is going to be the ancestor of the person from... It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's like, just stop. Just... Can we just call call it? Just
0: just call it right just, now.
1: Just, 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 just nah. We're done. We're closing this shop up. But yeah, right. it's been disappointing. So, to say the least. If you're going to, you know, out there, if you're going to only do eight to ten episodes, you're going to need to do short seasons on shows like this, make sure they can't. Don't put in these filler episodes. Don't put in these in-their-mind episodes, you know, to explore the... I,
2: the hope, I heard that season three of Cars is all-bottle episodes. Oh, and why they are they? They sit in so Ten Forward, and they're like, Remember that one time? And then they <laughs> an old episode of P&G.
0: <laughs> that would be that good. Would they be just sit great. around, and it'll just come back to present time as if it were commercial breaks. They're like, and then it will do doo Like, yeah, that was great. That and then there good. was the other time, and did a did
2: They could do that. They could just do it. They could do a, a, a like, record three minutes of new new uh, footage. You know, Picard saying, Picard and Riker yucking it up and going, Remember that one time? Play a full episode of The Next Generation and then come back and then just go, ha ha ha,
1: good times. <laughs> Good time. I would prefer-, prefer that to what we're watching. not believe
0: we made it out alive. <laughs> um, Riker, you son of a bitch. All right. Uh, bitch. Alex, are you watching anything other than uh, the wonderful movies you've been reviewing? Any TV for you? Um, no.
3: No. I've, I've been playing Lego Star Wars, The Skywalker Saga.
0: Oh, nice. That's, that's pretty much it. All right. Quite a the range you have there. Uh um, Well, let's go over to what you're looking at real quick what you looking at i wanted to touch on uh something that uh brian you may you may like you're a big uh Stephen merchant fan perhaps uh mm-hmm. but on emma Am- i think yeah amazon is the outlaws uh, i think it's written maybe some of them directed by Stephen merchant he's in it as well as christopher walken and a handful of other british people who you've never heard of uh, but, it, the, the layup is that there's, you know, five different characters from five different walks of life and they're all having to do community service together and their stories, you know, become intertwined and everything. Um, I thought it was going to be a little bit more sitcom uh, and I probably would like a little bit more comedy in it. It, it had, you know, a lot of funny bits in it, but it's it more of a serious drama, um, you know, police and drug dealers and stuff like that, uh, type thing. But it was only six episodes. Um and so I think it's only six. So it, it's worth checking out definitely is the outlaws on uh Amazon Prime. No. Stephen Merchant and Christopher Walken.
1: I'm sorry, what's it
0: about? It is about uh about five people who are doing community service together and they kinda get intertwined in their, their each other's lives. But it's it's a, there's a you know underlying, some drug guy is trying to kill one of them and stuff like that. So they all try to band together to help them get out of trouble. Uh, but it was just a fun little fun little romp, as Alex would call things, a fun little romp. All right. Is
1: it thirty minute episodes or an hour?
0: I think they're forty five minutes. <coughs> I think they're a little all right. over thirty. Yeah. Uh, so that's my check it out uh, from a TV show, and then uh, I'll just give another. Uh, throw out to, uh, I watched it a couple of weeks ago, Titan, 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 something like that. Uh, movie that's, I've only found it on Hulu, uh, French movie, uh, about a girl, a little girl who's in a car accident and has to have like a plate put in her head later on in life. She becomes a, uh, uh like a, uh, whatever, not a spokesmodel, but, uh, model car model for uh, car shows and stuff like that. And a strange movie. It's a horror movie, but she ends up having sex with the car and becomes impregnated by the car. And then she goes on a killing spree uh, and shaves her head and breaks her nose to pose as someone's missing son. And the guy, Comes and gets her, and he knows that it's not his son, but he he tells himself mentally that it is, and uh, more murders ensue and stuff like that, and then she gives birth to this like cyborg baby at the end. But there you go. It's it's called Titan or Titane. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. What's what is this on? What streaming service? (laughs) It's on Hulu. <laughs> I forgot the director's name, but he also directed Raw, R A W Raw. Raw. Uh, yeah, I know. I, that's the one where like the the coeds like uh, becomes a cannibal
2: or something. Yes,
0: yeah. But it's the same director, French director, and uh, yeah, that one's a little bit bloody and involves cannibalism and stuff. Uh, but uh, that one's worth checking out. That was a little bit more palatable, so to speak. Uh,
3: than, Titan came out. Titan came out like a couple months ago, didn't it?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's relatively new, yeah. But it's on Hulu. It's the only place you can find it. Great. Uh, so, yeah, you should check it. It's, it's, it's interesting. Not fantastic, but it's interesting. And uh, then that led me, led me going down a uh, Lars von Trier uh, path. And it's where I watched uh, Melancholia and Antichrist and started watching Necrophilia. Or necro, necromaniac. What is it? Not necromaniac. Nymphomaniac. Uh, nymphomaniac. Thank you. A little bit different twist there. Um, so well, if you're a big Lars Van Trier fan, definitely go check out Antichrist again. I enjoy it.
1: Happy Easter. Happy Easter.
0: Happy Easter, everybody. <laughs> the Easter episode that keeps on giving. Alex, what else have you been looking at?
3: I I watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye Mm. the other night. Enjoy it? Uh, Yeah, Um, as much as you can for watching a movie about not great people.
0: Um, It has your
3: boy in it. I know you love him. I do love me some Andrew Garfield. Um, Yeah, he plays pretty much a despicable human being. Um, They all kind of do. Who does he play? Uh, he plays uh, Jim Baker. He does play Jim yeah. Baker. He plays Jim Baker. There's nothing like Jim Baker. He does a great job. Him and um, Jessica Chastain both. I mean, in terms of performances, they they are they are heavy hitting. Yeah. Um. It's a fantastically acted movie all around the board. Um. Vincent D'Onofrio being probably the only like headline actor in it. Um. It's great. Um. It's super interesting in the world of Televangelism is always fascinating um because it is real uh and it is absolutely insane and interesting and convoluted and has this crazy history that you just it it you never you never can really wrap your head around you can never Brian,
0: never believe that people actually helped build them that uh that uh empire the water yeah. park
1: Brian's park you
0: know <laughs> I do. My history with PTL. PMR
3: (laughs) said that you actually went to the PTL water park twice. The whole, the whole
2: compound. So my grandmother.
3: We said this in the last podcast. My
2: grandmother was so, uh, such a PTL viewer, and donated so much money to PTL. She three different times. She got week long vacations for the entire family, like twelve people, (laughs) at. Heritage USA. I went twice, and I got to say, it was posh. It was like the <laughs> Grand Old Opry Hotel. It was worth every penny. It had an indoor shopping mall, like
3: a, um, and then they had a huge water park. <laughs> did you see the Jesus show? I don't think I did. The Jesus show in the Coliseum or whatever it was. I may have. I watched like a recording of it the other day, like after I watched the movie, and I was like, "This is pure insanity."
2: I How- remember also they had like walking trails that were like Callaway Gardens.
0: That's wild.
2: Like, like, like these walking trails, these paths, and they would have like little little areas to sit and and you know pray or, or whatever, and they had like a little a little like chapel back in, in it and everything. This place was insane. Like, it was uh, just, it, it, that's exactly, I mean, that's, it's like Ch- uh, um, Callaway Gardens plus uh, uh, Typhoon Lagoon at Disney World plus the <laughs> Grand Ole Opry Hotel. Like, that's how That's how big all of
3: this was. Did you feel closer to Christ after every visit? Every time i jumped on that water slide. Here we go. Which was the, wa- that all, was the water? Was the water holy water? It they have a thirsty pump.
2: They went and blessed
3: it. They had good a question. priest. They had a priest and, and every slide, <laughs> blessing <laughs> eight hours a day. It's a good question. I mean, they did have this thing.
2: It, you would jump. It, it, there was a cliff, and I've never seen another water park that had this. But it was a cliff that was like. <sighs> I mean, uh, as a kid, it was like, oh, this is like 50 feet. this is a fifty foot drop. It wasn't a fifty foot drop, but it was probably like a 25-foot drop. Um, but you jumped off a cliff, and they had like a, a, a pond or a pool underneath that was like, you know, 20, 30 feet deep. So you could jump off, and you like, kind of like they did in, uh, in It, right, when they <laughs> yeah. were jumping off into the ravine. But yeah, it was a huge cliff. I've never seen another water park that had this. But you just you just jumped off the cliff into the water. Well, <laughs> Leap, so, of Leap of faith.
1: Leap of faith is right.
2: But, uh, oh. but yeah. Oh, well, yeah. So I it was need
3: just to watch it, crazy. I need to watch yeah. As of Tammy Faye. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it's a good movie. It's just you will just feel. I just felt gross afterwards. Like every time they went into their house. I mean, it's just this golden crusted just weird decor like golden giraffes and shit and you're just like what the fuck and they're like having their interpersonal conflicts all in this like bedazzled like living room and you're like i don't care i don't care that that you have these problems in your life and you feel like you're not getting loved by your husband maybe this is maybe this the surrounding wealth is the issue it's just as like – and I think it's the movie's point, but it's like even when Jessica Chastain won her Oscar, I immediately – she was like Tammy Faye was such a lover and such right. a giver. And, and so it made me want to watch the movie to see who this inspiring woman was. And then I was like, she's just kind of an asshole. She's kind of a piece of shit, just, just like everyone else. Like I'm like, okay, like you and your husband both supported LGBT marriage, but like you still – stole money from people and invested into things that weren't godly of any kind and you didn't serve his mission or any of that. So why do I care? <laughs> Go to prison. Have fun. But yeah, it's a good movie. Um Probably my, I can see why it didn't get nominated for Best Picture because it's just kind of like, meh. It just kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth and yeah. I think the first act is a little poor. But... Other than that, it's a watch.
0: All right. Well, Three well. out of five. Give it some time. <laughs> Give it some time. Podman Ryan, anything that you're looking at nowadays?
1: Nope, just uh, like I said, Picard. Just bitching it. about Picard. About Picard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to watch some of these suggestions that we have here. Maybe, maybe you won't be disappointed by them. You sound like you're disappointed by Picard.
1: I may watch uh, the one you were talking about. Okay. The uh, the
0: Outlaws? The Outlaws. Yeah, okay. I like stupid. So I might give that a shot. All right, very good. Brian. anything new with you? Uh,
2: yeah, I'm almost done with uh, season two of uh, Righteous Jimsons. So, Alex, as a piggyback to yours, have you watched the Righteous Jimsons?
3: I watched two episodes of season one. And it made me so uncomfortable. I was like, <laughs> I don't I'm, wanna not, go I'm not going to go any further. I felt, I felt so gross after it and so, I don't know what, I was like, you know, maybe not for me. I think it's funny, but I was like, I just feel so off-put. <laughs> it was too much. my no. My brain, My brain hurt.
0: I felt some of that, but
3: I got past it. (laughs) But it is funny. You might be offended by it, but it's good. It it wasn't offensive. I wasn't offended. I was just like, this is just so rambunctious. (laughs) And my brain cannot handle, like, just the shit you're throwing at me. So I was like, maybe I'll take a pause. I'll try to come back later.
2: But now what? After watching As of Tammy Faye. Yeah, maybe I'm in the right mindset to
3: start it again. True. I, I may actually be in the right mindset where I like my televangelism. It's <laughs> well, so just dark and depressing. After you, watch,
0: after you watch that, then maybe you can uh, enjoy some uplifting uh, um, hitman. And Hitman um, uh, comedy with Barry as Barry returns I, with season I 3 at the end of the month
3: here. Very excited for that. And
0: Better Call Saul final season uh, starts tonight. Oh, right. right. what are you doing? Are you missing it now? You better get over there if you may have missed it already. And why are you listening to this? <laughs> exactly. All right, so we got a, a few things to to watch here. Um and yeah, PMR and Alex, Alex, yeah, FPMR is awake now. He's got a little coffee in him. And Alex, we're glad to have you back. Are we going to have you back on a regular basis? The listeners want to know. Hey, as long as I'm free,
3: you'll have me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I had a two-month vacation. All right. I'm back now. I'm back. I'm settled.
0: Okay, good. Well, we're glad to have you That's back. Uh, Podman Ron, anything That's else to add? Nope, I think I'm done for the night. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think he even <laughs> it off about 40 minutes ago. Yeah, he's <laughs> pissed off about the the whole uh, Moon Knight. We've got Moon Knight rage. Everybody hates Moon Knight except for PMR.
1: Y'all got, got got sat all over Moon Knight?
0: Yep, yeah, I got nothing else to talk got about. all over Picard.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, I ain't got nothing. All right. been so got... a shit show. <laughs> All right. Well, Alex, the main reason I'm glad to have you back. But until next time, Alex. Save it for the podcast. Oh, my God. That's horrible. That's horrible.
1: They. <laughs>